day that changed the world. A day that some are too young to remember. But we will never forget. Never forget the undeserved and unexpected suffering that struck a nation. Never forget the terror of destruction, but the wonder of bravery. Never forget the audacity of evil, but the heroism that opposed it. Never forget how a hurting people came together in a spirit of sadness and solidarity. Never forget the public servants who ran into the places others were running out of. Never forget the leaders that spoke to us with clarity and courage. Never forget those who stepped up and stepped forward to join the armed forces. Never forget the noble men and women who shield their fellow citizens from danger every day. Never forget the rubble that became the emblem of hope and healing. Never forget the resolve to rebuild in time what was torn down in a moment. Never forget the strength, fortitude, and determination to never give up. And never forget that on September 11th, our lives were changed forever. Never forget that every hour with your loved ones is a temporary and sacred gift. Never forget. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 9 through 13, it says, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when what is perfect comes, partial will be set aside. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became adult, I set aside childish ways, for now we see in the mirror indirectly, but when we will see face to face, now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I've been fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. You know, as we think back today, we know that some of you wouldn't hear then. Amen? One years ago, but, you know, who doesn't, those it was, who doesn't remember where they were and when they heard what had happened and America was under attack, or they saw the first footage of the planes flying into the Twin Towers. We were shocked. We were confused. We no longer isolated our parts of the world. Terrorism brought itself, we know, to our front door. And as a nation, we were changed. In the face of such an act of violence, our core's beliefs are challenged, been changed, and perhaps like we never imagined. And my friend, today, as we stand in, and sit here in this church, in this sanctuary, we, don't, we will not take the time this morning but to list. But if you would think back, since that day in 21 years, how this country has changed, how rights have been attacked, freedom has been attacked, not only from the outside forces of coming into the U.S., but even from our capital, 
of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., that how laws and, 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 and things have changed. And along with that, the morals of this book has changed. And I believe that a lot of that has taken place because we are fulfilling the back of this Bible. But Paul encouraged us to hold fast to our faith in the face of all the tragic that we see, the tragic and the things we talked about even last Sunday and the laws and the things that's changed. It's easy to lose sight of God's goodness surrounded by the pain and the sufferings and, and, and the sin uh, that, has, that has come to seem almost overwhelming the situations that we see today. But it is God's goodness that will ultimately give us the hope. Amen. Amen. Through Christ's death and resurrection, God can and will and is coming and healing and restoring our joy because he's the great giver, the great peace and joy. And so when we are, on, when we are able to embrace that, we rise above the chaos around us to see his face more clearly than ever. Amen. More clearly than ever. So 9-11 reminds us of a difficulty day for countless families and friends. As you see the crosses with the little flags this morning, each one of these crosses represents 200 people that lives was lost that day. 2,977 people were killed. 19 hijackers committed murder-suicide. More than 25,000 others were injured. Of the 2,977 victims, 2,753 were killed in the World Trade Center and the surrounding area. 184 at the Pentagon, 40 in Pennsylvania. These deaths include the 265 on the four planes. We know that this attack remains the deadliest terrorist attack in world history. And sometimes we forget about these that's in that number. Most of those people that perished were civilians, except for 343 members of the New York City Fire Department that ran to help. 71 law enforcement officers that ran to help. They could have lived, stayed away, but they gave their life and giving out. And so many others that has passed away due to uh, the diseases and things that they uh, took into their lungs from that day. Uh, over 1,500 have died since then that was there working uh, in that and the dust and took in those things. And so this morning, we want to we want to pray as we think about those and remember those this morning and families, families and friends today that's still going through the adjustments of not having a, that granddaddy or that mom or that dad or that brother, or that sister, or that friend uh, due, to that, due to that attack. So would you stand with me as we pray and honor and remembrance of this day 21 years ago and, and giving our honor uh, to those people and those servicemen and those that's, those that's fighting for us today that we can be here this morning in this service. Amen? That we honor all of them.
as you stand. Father, we thank you once again for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, as we today reflect back to 21 years ago where we was at when we heard the news. And Father, today as we remember back, God, today there's those today that are thinking about where they was when they, their loved one passed away, when they left them that morning thinking it's just another day. Father, they're, they're thinking today, God, I pray for them today that you would comfort them. Those kids today, that that was the last day that they seen their, their, their loved one, mom or dad or whatever, going to work. God, you comfort them today because, God, they're still dealing with that today and those mates and many others. So we pray for them today and we continue to pray for our country and all of our servicemen today. Father God, that is serving us today that we can have the freedom to come into this place today still raise our hands and proclaim that God is the only God and he's the great God and only God that we can serve. So, Father, comfort those families today and the days ahead that you will minister to them. And, Father, may we continue to look to you. And, Father God, knowing that we can have freedom and we can have victory, even in this country today, that we are moving forward, even in all the attacks and all that the enemy is trying to destroy Father God, that we will continue to push forward in Christianity and stand for Jesus and the Lord and God Almighty. And Father, we pray today and we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. 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 Would you give Jesus a hand clap and you may be seated. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. May we never forget and honor them today. Remember them today, amen, as you be blessed in that, amen. Well, praise the Lord, amen? Amen, amen. How many is ready for the word this morning? Amen. amen. Today is uh, Grandparents Day, and uh, we honor you and celebrate you today, amen, hallelujah, uh, as you as a grandparent today, and if you say, well, I'm, you know, maybe you, maybe you are, are granny age or whatever, and you don't have no uh, uh, grandkids or, or don't have none or not none around, well, I want to tell you, there's plenty of them around here you can adopt, amen, amen. that you can pour in, you can pour in love to them, and that's what they need is love, pour love into them, pour love into them, amen. So we're going to talk about that this morning, the Lord's going to take us on a journey this morning, and Hopefully we're going we're gonna to learn something. But let's pray one more time. Father, we thank you, Lord, that all that we have already done in the service lives, you've already touched, you've already ministered. But, Father, right now we come to receive your word. And, Lord, I just pray that the, the hearers will hear, the hearts will be open. And, Father God, they would receive your word this morning. It's all of you and none of us. So, Father God, you take us, you, you speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. It's your Holy Spirit that will minister for these next few moments. And, Father God, that these people will receive from your word. They'll take it home and it'll change their lives. And, Father God, not only their lives, but their families will never be the same again if we apply your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You got your word, your phone. Let's hold this up and let's confess the word this morning. Amen. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Because the word in me, the world around me will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved, healed, filled, 
and prosperous. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Now give him a good hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to realize you are highly favored. You are a king's kid. You are highly favored. God's got something good for you in store. Amen. You got to believe that. You got to get that in your spirit. Amen. Because I'm telling you, if, if you don't know it, the things you listen to and the things you listen out on the, in the world and get involved in, all of those things will suck the life out of you. Amen. It'll take every joy and every peace out of you. But if you realize you are somebody in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, you are a king's kid and you got favor on your life, hallelujah. If it don't come now, it's coming this afternoon. And if it don't come this afternoon, it's coming in the morning. Why? Because we are a people of faith. We speak by faith. There's better days for me. Amen. Look over at somebody and say, my good God Almighty, there's a better, better days are coming your way. I don't know, where, if, if, if you think you got good days today, hold on, they're going to get better. If they're bad, hold on, they're going to get better. Amen? Good days are coming. Amen? Better days are coming. In the name of Jesus, better days are coming. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Better days are coming in the name of Jesus. Amen? So we honor our grandparents today. And as, as we think about grandparents, uh, uh, some of us thinks about memories, amen, memories. And what, what does that word memory mean? The word memory, the faculty by which the mind stores and remembers information. It's the place that, that it stores and remembers information. Something remembered from the past, a recollection, something remembered Remembered from the past. That's what memories are. You, you're remembering some things from the past. And, and as we as grandparents today and parents, you know, we need to make memories. Amen. You need to make memories with, with, your, with your children and grandchildren. Make memories. And we're going to show a little, uh, a little video of some of you. Amen. No, no it, it was when you was doing good. We cut out all the bad ones. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. But just, just reflect back on some of our uh, grandparents here. Amen. So it shows.
Amen. We just wanted to spotlight some of you. Amen. So it's important when you're taking, when we're taking pictures, get yours. Amen. Well, we can spotlight you. Amen. And, uh, but we love you today. But Pastor Betty always, uh, she always, and I'm getting better to work on this. She always reminds me, she says, you know, make memories with your children and make memories with your, with your grandkids. And so uh, we work on that. And so I encourage you uh, to do that. Amen. I had come in yesterday from the conference and uh, uh, we was up here doing something. Come on up church. And anyhow, long story short, and uh, they, they was going to just go grab something to eat, you know, and order it and come on back and... Uh, and I said, well, that's fine. You know, I got back and got a little ride out there. And I said, well, you know, I had, uh, 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 let's see, uh, four, four of the angels here. Hey, man. Uh, I uh, had four of my grandkids here. And I said, well, you know, I'll ride them on the, I'll ride them on the cart, you know. And uh, why y'all gone? I thought, well, they done ordered the food. They'll be back in just a few minutes, you know. And so we was rode, and they just... You know, and I was just letting them holler for a while. I mean, they just holler, you know, just on there, just holler. Y'all hear them? Yeah, just hollering. Just, you know, and, 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 and you know, and so I'm just driving, just, you know, just trying to pray and, you know, driving. And, and uh, you know, I had little Abby Sue right here with me, and she was just quiet. And I'm thinking, you know, we're just hollering them monkeys around. It's hollering, it's hollering. You know, and, and just kept on, and we was having fun. We was out here playing, riding around, you know, and down in the trail. And, and, uh, and, and I thought, you know, y'all ain't going to be able to eat when they get back. Y'all throat's going to be so sore. You just hollering. And I, you know, and I wrote, we rode, and they didn't come, and they didn't come, and they didn't come. And so I texted them, and they said, we still waiting. And I said, well, y'all order some eggs for breakfast because, you, know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I love to be around my kids, but my time of spending with them is, is you know, it, it can be very short, you know. And Be Pastor Betty, had, had they had stayed with her Friday night. You know, she just can't be without me, so uh, she just won't let them four stay with her. And I thought, you'd be glad for me to be back come Saturday night. Hey, man. <laughs> but, you know, they just kept on, and they kept, they kept on. And, and, and uh, I said, y'all's throat ain't sore. I said, we're going to make one more round. And y'all just holler loud as you want to holler. Because when we go in the house to eat, y'all ain't going to be doing this hollering. Amen. So I made some memories this after, uh, yesterday afternoon with them. So, but make those memories. Amen. Make those memories with those kids and, 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 and grandkids that uh, things that, um, you know, and I've realized this, it, it, it'll be a great mark on your life, but it'll be a greater mark on their life. Amen. Uh, in, in, the days, in the days to come, they can remember those days and those times. So, uh, And if you don't have a grandkid, it's maybe a nephew or a niece or somebody. But what I'm saying this morning, we're your grandparent and we honor you today. But even if you're not a grandparent, there is a kid somewhere you can impact with your life. And I want to encourage you to do that. And if you and if you and if you don't have one or don't know one, see me. We can pull one from back here. Amen. We can get one. Amen. And I share. I, I mean, I don't have a problem. You know, I share. You know, uh, you know, I, I'll share. I mean, you know, I, I I'll be glad. You know, me and Pastor Betty and, and I'm sure Kobe and Starla won't mind. You know, when I'm going to have both of them, I'll be glad to share. I'll be glad to keep Abby Sue and let Landon go with you. <laughs> You know, I, I'll be, I don't have a problem in sharing mine. So, you know, uh, but, but let a kid, get a kid, get a kid and, and impact the kid's life. Even if you're not a, 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 a grandparent or if you're not a parent, there is a kid somewhere that you can, that you can impact. Amen. And, but as we think of, 
we think of parents this morning and we think of grandparents that, uh, you know, I, I was never really blessed to have a, have a, have a granddad. I had my grand, my grandmother, uh, my mama's, uh, mother, Granny Vila, that, uh, uh, that I have a lot of memories with her, uh, but, uh, her, her, my mom's dad died early, and so I never knew him, but I knew my grandmama Vila, and, and some of you that come years ago at the church here, you can remember, uh, you may remember her, and, uh, but, you know, when I was real little, she, her and her sister used to clean the, uh, the, uh, the church now, uh, that was uh, one of the Methodists or the Presbyterian church in Clawless Move. It's where the post office used to be. Now I'm telling the old am, but used to be an old white church there uh, where the post office sat, uh, and she lived in town, and we would walk out there and clean the church. I remember those, uh, those times and have, have great memories uh, of her and, and different things. And if you remember Granny Vila, man, when we was in a service like the Spirit was moving this morning, man, if she'd come up here, you better, you better look out because she's finna cut a rug. Amen. So that may be where I got some of mine from. Amen. Uh, uh, but you know, she would just let it go. Amen. She was going to get her victory. Amen. And I mean, no, we need to get our victory. Amen. We need to get our victory. Amen. Uh, and and then, then, then on my dad's side, we call her Big Mama. Uh, she lived by us, and, and uh, you know, she come to church here years and years ago. Uh, uh, this was way before I pastored, though, that uh, uh, before she passed away and, and lived beside of her and had great memories of her and everything. Uh, you know, and her mind, her mind began to get bad. We, we had just gotten married and lived beside her in her trailer, uh, in our trailer close to her, right side of her house there, and we just got married. Back then, I know some of y'all don't know what this is, but it's called a clothesline. You 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 would you would wash your clothes, and you actually you actually hung them out. They had uh, uh, what they call clothes pins, but it was a wire, straight wire. It had clothes pin, and you get your clothes out of the washing machine, and you go out and you'd hang them on there, and you'd put like you'd hang like one there, a pin there, and then one over there. And it was called a clothesline. And they would stay out there till the clothes got dry. And uh, you'd bring them in. They're they not familiar with what that is. And, but anyhow, we didn't have a clothesline. And there was a clothesline between me. Uh, you know, we celebrated and that. It was fun. It wasn't all that fun then. But, but, you know, she had a clothesline. And we didn't have one. And Betty said, well, I'd see if I can use her. And she said, yeah, just use my clothesline. And so her, her, her mind at that time had started slipping. And, uh, you know, and some, you know, sometimes we'd go out there and hang our clothes, and then they'd go missing. She'd went and got some of the clothes, you know, and hit them and things. And so, you know, but we had great memories of, of her. And so I have great memories of my grandmama and my granddad. I was about four years old. Uh, that, that memory with him was not the greatest. I was only four years old, and, and, and I remember this. It was a life-changing. Uh, for me at that time, it was, it was uh, a little tough, but... Um, and still today I think about it some, but I was four years old and my granddad uh, hadn't been feeling well that day. And back then, you know, uh, this was in 68, 69, and, you know, wouldn't medical's not like it is now. And he hadn't been feeling well that day, and so my dad come in from work, and we took him to, uh, took him to the doctor's office. And, and it was in Ayrton, Dr. Zoom's time. And, I mean, if you remember that, Dr. Zoom's time, and good old doctor, okay, well... He, he didn't do too good that night, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but my dad, went, my granddaddy wasn't feeling well. And so we sat in the, uh, you know, we sitting in, sitting in there in, in the waiting room. And we heard something fall back there. And the uh, 
the doctor the doctor came out and got my dad, and my dad went back there, and they stayed and stayed. And in a few minutes, the doctor come in. I remember Dr. Zoom's time. He come in, and he come in and sat beside of me. And he said, Sonny, I want to tell you something, young man. I want to tell you something. I was only about four or five years old. And he says, I want to tell you that your granddaddy just died. He said, he had a heart attack, and I'm sorry. I couldn't save him. And, and uh, I'll never forget that. And then me and my dad drove home, and, and uh, you know, we got out. We went to my aunt's house, and they was there wanting to know, you know, waiting for the, some of the other family was there, waiting until we got back to the, from the doctor from him and went back and... Uh, you know, and I remember I just went on in the house, and they said, well, where's, where's, where's your daddy? Where's, where's, where's granddaddy? I said, daddy's in, daddy's in the car. He's getting out. I said, granddaddy's not coming back home. You know, and it was, a, it was a shock to me then, and it was a big adjustment in my life, even at that young age. But you know, as I got older and I gave my heart to Jesus, man, I rejoiced that I got somebody in heaven now on my side. Amen. And all these years, he's been looking down on me, uh, and just rejoicing in what God has done in my life. Amen. So, you know, I think back, and so we all have great memories, and I want to encourage you to build those memories and let those memories uh, rule and reign in your life and, uh, you know, uh, with those grandkids. Put those memories in. So I want to ask you today, and we're going to look in the Bible here before we get gone. Amen. Uh, Some of you think, well, he's just fitting to go, and we're not going to. No, we're going to get something right here right quick. Amen. <laughs> But what impact are you placing upon your children or grandchildren of those younger lives today? What impact are you placing on their lives? What could I go to your uh, child, your kid, grandkid, or what could I go back here? And I know what I can get back there. You know what I can go ask those kids back there about parents and grandparents? You know what they tell me? Starts with a T. The truth. The truth. If I ask you something, you would say, well, you know, they was doing this, and I got a little upset. And, uh, you know, I got a little upset about it. If I go back now and say, hey, what, what happened to you and granddad or, or you and dad the other day when y'all was doing, oh, daddy, he threw something, he threw, he threw it out in the woods and said words, I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> they just tell you the truth. They would just tell you the truth. So, so what impact are you placing upon your kids or grandkids? Your faith? Are you placing your faith upon them? In them? Or they can they see the faith? You know? Can they comprehend things when, you know, when, when they say, Well, you know, granddaddy, what how's this gonna happen? And you can you can point in them and say, you know, grandson, uh, whatever you, you know, whatever their name may be, you know, I don't know how this is gonna happen, but you know, we prayed over this, and me and you gonna pray over it again now, and God's gonna make a way in this thing. Church, I'm telling you, they never too young to pull into them. Amen. You know, you think they may not be comprehending this or that, but I'm telling you, you read that word, you quote that word to them, but what? What are you impacting in their lives? Faith? Your attitudes? And I want to ask you a great question before we look in the Bible. <laughs> Do they want to be like you? Do they want to be like you? Do they want to be like you? Do they want to, or, or is your life living in expectancy that, that you would want them to live what situations you're in now? Think about that. Think about that. Do you want them to live and be like you? And let's look at something right quick for a few moments this morning. Go with me to 2 Timothy. 
chapter 1 and verse 5. Now this is Paul, and what this goes along with some of our Wednesday night. You've been in Wednesday night. But Paul is writing a letter to Timothy here. And, and he's already putting, uh, Paul's putting Timothy over uh, church here at Ephesus. But look at something here in, 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 in the time. Let's go to verse 5. But Timothy, Paul is writing Timothy here. And in verse 5, he says, when I call to remember. So, so Paul, here is, Paul here is having a flashback of remembering again. Memories. Memories. He says, when I call to remember... The unfinished faith. Now let's 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 let me get your notebook. Get this. You want to get this right here. What does that word unfinished mean? It's some that is some common synonyms, meaning heartfelt, wholehearted, and I want you to get this word this morning. Sincere. Sincere. I want you to get this word sincere. Sincere. That's what that means. He says, when I call to remembrance the unfinished faith, the sincere faith that's in thee. Now, this is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, when I call to remembrance the sincere faith that's in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmama, Lois, and their mother, your mother, thy mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded that in thee also. That it's in thee also. Now I want us to look at something and think just for a few moments. I want you to get something. Now really, Alabama fans, I didn't really mean that a while ago, don't you? Because you didn't shout no how, really. I don't not, not like you ordered to, so you can't go to sleep, amen. Wake up. I tell you, go on and get this in Amplify. Look at this. In, let's go and read in Amplify. He says, he says, I'm calling the memories of your, I'm calling the memories of your sincere and unqualified faith. Of your sincere and unqualified faith. The, what does it mean? The learning of your entire personality on God in Christ and absolute trust and confidence in His power, His wisdom, and His goodness. A faith that first lived prematurely in the heart of your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. Now I am fully persuaded it dwells in you also. Now, Lois, she followed, this grandmother followed Christ. She had a clear and a lasting influence on her household. I believe that can be seen and impacted on good generations to come throughout the mission work of what? Timothy. Because of Paul poured into Timothy. Now, Paul, I want you to notice right quick here. Paul is describing that he's remembering about Lois and Eunice, especially about the grandmother. He's, he's remembering about the grandmother of Timothy. And he's saying, this came from your grandmother. Now, Lois was from the Jewish 
Her and her husband, Eunice's mom and dad, was from the Jewish lineage. They, they was Jewish people. So they grew up, and, and some Bible scholars say that, that they uh, received Jesus early when Paul was preaching and teaching. But they was from the Jewish custom, so they realized a lot about Jesus and about the Messiah coming. They knew all about that. So Grandmama Lois, she had the teaching of the Word, and now Paul's come along and been teaching, and so she's got the Word, she's got the Spirit of God in her. Now catch this. This may be where you at this morning, and I want to I want to speak faith and hope in you as a as a worse a child or a grandchild or or mother or grandmother or granddaddy today, and wherever your child or you know where your child or grandchild is or whatever, that there's hope. Now Eunice, their daughter Lois's daughter Eunice Timothy's mama, she goes. And marries somebody out of the Jewish custom. She goes and marries this guy that's Greek. And he's living all the Greek ways, which is not the Jewish way. I mean, it's just like this. Here's the Greek way. Here's the, we know, and we know there's a lot of proof that this in the Bible. I don't have time to get all that out today. For some of you, I just got a few minutes. But the Jewish customs, we know they had to be circumcised and all of that. That was a Jewish tradition. Well, see, Timothy had not done that because he followed the, the daddy. So the daddy, the daddy was a Greek, and so Eunice is over here. So Lois, Lois had to seek God and say, hey, she had a choice. She says, you know what? I'm going to let my daughter go and my son and they're going to miss, and my grandson's going to miss out on this faith. And the real Jesus, or I'm not going to give up. I'm going to stand in the gap. I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe that somehow, some way, they're going to serve God. And so she began to pray, and she began to seek God, and she began to believe in God. And, and, and so she had to take a stand, and she had to take a chance of trying to get contact with them and making contact with them and pouring this love of Jesus and, 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 and this understanding and, and take that teaching that her, his dad and the Greek had taught him. And so as she began to, to do that, Lois had to be very courageous. She had to take a firm stand. She had to be committed to it, willing to, willing to sacrifice, willing to give all that she had because she was concerned for her daughter and her grandson. And you may be here this morning and your grandson or your daughter or whoever in your family may be miles away, may be in another country, may be in, in some other kind of religion or whatever that, that's not based on the blood of Jesus Christ. What I want to encourage you this morning, there's hope because Lois did not give up. She did not give up. And think about it. No, they might, he might have not been in. He might have not been in drugs. He might have not been. Timothy might have not been in all the stuff that was in today. But he wasn't into Jesus and the religion that he needed, or or the salvation Christianity. I don't say religion, Christianity. But there's hope for you today, or you may know a grandmama or somebody that's dealing with a with a grandson that nobody can touch and nobody. I'm telling you, there's hope this morning. There's hope. There's hope this morning. And, and as she courageously kept praying and seeking God, 
and begin to pour into scriptures and, and, and making contact with them and pouring in. And yeah, she was taking a chance because he was, he was Greek. The daddy was Greek. And, and some Bible scholars say and the history say that, you know, uh, he, he was out of the picture. The daddy was out of the picture. You know, of course, he was going by his religion and tradition, but, but, he was, but Timothy's dad was really out of the picture. And so there was a not, not a lot going on. He didn't have a lot of emphasis on him. And it's a, it's a bad situation. But you know what? This grandmama didn't give up. They'd gone away from me. They're they, they, they not, they not, they not taking out the Jewish like we believe. They're, they're doing Greek and doing all of this. So whatever you know someone, or your child or grandchild or somebody you know, no matter what they're in, where they're at, what they're doing, or what the situation is, I'm telling you, God can make a turnaround. God still heals. God still delivers. What's Sister Colleen? Colleen's in the back. Colleen's in the back. Do you remember the other, was it the other Wednesday? Just the other Wednesday night, we prayed for her dad. You was here on Wednesday night, the other Wednesday night, we prayed for her dad. He had a, uh, a, a growth. Well, just this week, they went, took him to the doctor to get ready to schedule surgery or take a biopsy of it. The doctor comes back out and tells, tells her sister, said, ma'am, I don't know why y'all here. There ain't nothing there. I'm telling you, you got to do it. He'll do it if we believe it. Amen. But you got to believe and release your faith. And this is what Lois was doing. She says, hey, I'm believing for my daughter. Bless God, she's been drug away and, and, and you know, and the sad thing about it. See, God will take a wrong thing and make it right. And, 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 and this is just me. Now, you can, you, can take, take this, you can take this part or leave this part. Amen. But see, Eunice probably should have never hooked up with that Greek guy. Should have never probably hooked up, which took Timothy and all of this. But you know, even when it looks like your family's turning, going the other way, there's still hope. Man, there's still hope. And, and why? Because Lois, grandmama, did not give up. Grandmama, mama, and grandmama did not give up. She kept praying for that daughter. She kept praying for that son. And bless God, as she kept praying and interceding and seeking God and believing and standing on the word, hallelujah, that they become into that word and got right and got changed. And we talked about it on Wednesday night that, that Eunice got in and Timothy got in and got saved at 60. And then at 21, Paul said, you finna preach to 100,000 people. Take these people and teach them. That's it. That she was willing not to settle for less. It all looked bad. It looked like they was leaving to another country. They was gone. They wouldn't be back. There wasn't nothing going to happen. I never see my grandson. He's not going to grow up in the faith. I know that this, this Jesus that I've become aware of, he's not going to grow up in it. But church, you can't give up today. You can't give up. Man, if there's breath, if you're breathing, there's hope. Amen. Grab that other person's hand. Be sure they're breathing. Feel right there. You feel anything right there? There's hope. Tell them there's hope. Amen? But Lois made up her mind. And she flowed into Timothy's mother, and it flowed into Timothy. She didn't give up. She kept praying, and when she seen him, she kept speaking the word and the scripture, you know, and, and, and she, didn't, she didn't down on them what they had followed out. See, she didn't run down her daughter because she went and married somebody out of, out of the Jewish culture. She didn't, she didn't do that. Come on, amen? amen? 
See, don't, don't, don't tear down. Don't, don't beat them down on what they already done. Lift them up. What's, what? Thank you, Jim. Don't beat them down on what they've already done. Lift them up on what's to come by faith. Lift them up on what's to come by faith. Encourage them and lift them up. But hey, God's got better for you. You'll come out of this thing. Come out of this thing. And now we know then, then, then Timothy took the church and two, two books in here is wrote about Timothy. Paul talks all about Timothy. But it was because a grandmama did not give up on her grandchild. Don't give up. Don't give up. Look at this scripture in 2 Timothy. I want to read this in the Passion Translation in verses 1 through 9. Look at this right here. This is powerful. From Paul, and this, this sums it all up. From Paul, an apostle of Jesus, the Messiah, appointed by God's pleasure to announce the wonderful promises, the promise of life in Jesus, the anointed Messiah. My beloved son, I pray for a greater release of God's grace, love, and total well-being to flow in, into your life from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. See, Paul, this is happening to Timothy. And then he goes on and he says, and, and, and I believe this is why it can happen, verse 3. You know that I've been called to serve the God of my fathers with a clean conscience. Night and day I pray constantly for you, building a memorial for you with my prayers. Verse 4, I know that you have wept for me, your spiritual father, and your tears, and, and you're dear to me. I can't wait to see you again. I'm filled with joy. Why is he filled with joy? As I think of your strong faith that was passed down through your family line. What are you passing down today? Are you passing down all that? Well, we, ain't, we always been poor. We're going to be poor. We ain't never had a good place to live. We're not going to never, you ain't going to have one either. Come on. Hey Amen. What are you passing down? It began with your grandmother Lois who passed it on to your dear mother Eunice. And it is clear that you too are flowing in the footsteps of their godly example. Come on, parents, grandparents, you got you to be godly. We gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be godly. We gotta, we gotta be godly. And let me just throw this in. I heard this this weekend, been his grandparents' day. You grown, you grown, you, you, uh, you, you kids that's grown, grown kids, you need to be taking care of your parents. Amen. You grown kids, you need to be taking care of your parents. Amen. Take care of your parents. Amen. I know they get on your nerves. <laughs> I know they can get on your nerves, but you got to love them. Take care of them. Oh, well, I, was, I, I wasn't gonna look at my I wasn't gonna look at my mama, and then I looked my daughter looking at me. So <laughs> you hang yourself. <laughs> you just hang yourself. Just hang yourself. I know they get on your nerves, hey, amen. But hey, take care of them. You 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 grown kids, take care of your parents, hey, amen. Hallelujah. And Betty, and Betty keeps she preaching. She said you're gonna get old one day. I said yeah, I'm gonna have a good mind. I'm still gonna be strong going, hey, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We got to go. Some of y'all's y'all roast. Bite to burn. Let me get you out of here. Amen. And it's clear that you two are following in the footsteps of their godly example. Look at verse 6. I'm writing to you to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. 
And see, we got to remember this. You may have been saved, you saved, and you felt the anointing. Flame the, flame the fire again, amen? Flame it where to build back up. You know when a fire, there's coals there and you can't see it. There's coals there, there's not no flame, but there's some hot coals there. Man, you go out and throw a little pine, dead pine straw in the water, go shoo. Well, I'm telling you, God's wanting to throw some pine straw on you today, amen? He wants you to flame up. And that's what he's telling. He said, flame up when I laid my hands on you. Verse 7. For God will never give you the spirit of fear. Say, I don't have the spirit of fear. But the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who gives you mighty power, love. Yeah, you might want to look at that and underline that. Self-control. Verse 8. So never be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Nor be embarrassed over my imprisonment. See, Paul's put in prison. But overcome every evil by the revelation of the power of God. And verse 9, he gave us resurrection life and drew us up to himself by his holy calling on our lives. And it, listen, catch this right here. This is, this is, the, this is the candle and the ice and on the cake before we go. And it wasn't because of any good we have done, but by his divine pleasure and marvelous grace that confirmed our reunion with the anointed Jesus even before time began. Even before time began, church, I'm telling you, God, got he had a life laid out for you, and if you'll get in the life that he laid out for you, ah, oh, good days are here, amen? But now there's going to be some challenges to those good days, amen? Amen? I mean, there's something you're going to have to do, and the devil's going to attack, but we're overcomers, amen? So I encourage you today, parents and grandparents, parents, Grandparents, make good memories. Make good memories. And as parents and grandparents, we may find ourselves pondering our impact on our children and grandchildren alike, especially when it comes to the hope that our lives will be a transformation of influence for Christ on future generations. Remember that, that our lives will have a transformation influence for Christ on future generations. And you know what? Because Lois didn't give up. Look what happened to Timothy. Became saved, filled and anointed, preached. Some say that the church he pastored had over 100,000 folks in it. Wow. But it was on a grandmama that didn't give up. Grandmamas? Granddaddies, you, you, you got a, we got a lot of responsibility, amen? Got a lot of responsibility. Because see, when you've done all you know to do and they still went the other way, know that your prayers ain't in vain. My whole household shall be saved. My whole household shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Just remember, why they out there running to and fro? They just in a circle and they're going to come back around. They're going to come back around. Amen. They're going to come back around and they're going to serve the Lord. They're going to serve the Lord. So as a, have an impact. We all have an impact. Your life, you're impacting some. You impact people every day. They look at you and they say, Woo, can I just get close to them and gleam off of them? Or they say, can I, how fast can I run away from them? <laughs> we have an impact on people every day. So, hey, 
Pour into these kids. Pour into these grandkids. Pour into them. And remember the question asking. Can they say, man, I want to be like them. Our attitudes, our faith. Do they want, they want to have that kind of faith we got? Do they want to have the attitude we have? Think about that. Think about that. Father, we thank you for this day and your many blessings and your great grace and your love and your mercy. We thank you for everyone that has attended today, everyone that's watched. And Father, may we never leave this place today without giving people an opportunity to know you as a personal Savior. And right now, before we leave, sir, ma'am, heads are bowed right here. You watching, contact us. But if you'd like to be saved, if you're not sure you're ready to go to heaven, I want to invite you to simply stand up, walk down here, and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Not no sad music, not no story tricky, but it's just you being that man or woman that you, you're not ready to go to heaven and you just like to walk down here and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. If that's you, come right now. You watch and contact us. We want to help you meet this Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for your blessings today, your presence. God, I believe you have touched people today. You have ministered to people in the aulers. You've ministered to people in the pews. And Father, we just speak, God, that you go with us. Give us a great afternoon and celebration of grandparents today. And Father, we just thank you for the day and be with us throughout this week. Your angels encamp around all your blessings and favor on these people. A good week as we come back to your house on Wednesday night, God, to see the great things you're up to and you're doing. And Father, just bless all those that's serving all the ministries. And we just give you the praise and the glory today for all that you're doing and going to do. And we thank you for it, God, and give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. Our announcements are coming at this time. And, uh